1: Hello, everyone. This is Rob Golfy with REMAX, the Golfy team. Welcome
2: to the Golfy Real Estate Show Hamilton Edition with host Rick Zamprin. We have a jam packed show for you today here on 900 CHML. Everything real estate related is going to be discussed today. Well, maybe not everything, but lots of stuff, that is for sure, including what are some of the most searched cities in this country when it comes to. To housing. We're going to talk about Ontario cottage country and how some prices there are reaching some, well, new lows, in some cases, new highs. There is also a very interesting story out of British Columbia where a real estate agent made a terrible, terrible decision and some of the unique things that people put in their backyards. It'll blow you away. For the hottest listings in town, they might have some unique things in their backyard, but you'll see them online at robgolfi.com com. .com. You gotta call the number one REMAX team in Canada to get your home sold for top dollar. That's the Golfi team, 905- 575-7700 and follow the Golfi team on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Threads, you name the social media platform, the Golfi team is dominating that platform. We'll begin the day as we usually do with what is happening in your real estate life this week? It's been a, a a very interesting July. It
1: has been, and the one thing I found at the beginning of this month, uh the first two weeks were kind of just sluggish and going and and just just and I go, this is not going to be a great month. It's not gonna be a you know a very good month. And then in the last two weeks, it just was on fire. It just kicked in gear, and I noticed a lot of deals were happening um, uh, last weekend and the and the weekend before, and I was like, "Whoa, that's you know, that was good because uh, I, I just I didn't know you know what July was going to be like." And uh, yeah, people are you know still buying and 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 selling, and I know there's a, you know a lower inventory now. And if you look in Hamilton, uh, July of last year. I got I think you've got the same paperwork right yep, right yep so July July, July of last year so that last our average sale price was 730,000 mm-hmm. and they did 465 sales now that's Hamilton Hamilton Mountain West East Central uh, that whole area and so now um, so we're catching up it's catching up the average sale price of July of 2023 is 772 sorry not average price benchmark price medium price uh, 772,000. So we're just, uh, starting to, uh, surpass, we're past, we're surpassing last year's July numbers and and things are, start are going to start climbing, climbing up, I think, even more so, uh, as time goes on. So we're going to start able to compare year over year and it's going to show that we're in a, in a positive growth. Uh, it, it was hard to do it in the first quarter of, um, of last year, you know, versus this year, because we just had a a, a, a crazy, crazy, crazy numbers in 2022 uh, for the first quarter. Um, Go ahead. Sorry, Rick.
2: Uh, I was just going to say what sticks out to me when I'm looking at the Hamilton stats in particular, and we're looking at, you know, the benchmark price is last month, July, 2023, it was at $772,000. It had not been at that level and you got to go all the way back to June of 2022, so more than a year ago, in which we surpassed a benchmark price of at least 772 thousand dollars. Came close this past June, 770, but not since June of 2022 have we hit a number like 772. While, and you look at the sales numbers, 490 homes in that category, much less than June, May, April, and March of this year. Yet the price has gone way higher than we've seen. Well, in, in basically over a year. That's very interesting. It, it is. And you know what? And, and things,
1: are, things are turning around, even with the interest rates the way they are right now. Um, the new buyers in the market, they, they've they accepted the interest rate and and they're accustomed to that. And the, it's the buyers from three to four years ago, five years ago that are getting their renewals done and uh, that on their mortgages, they're the ones that are struggling because they've been used to paying a certain amount. And, and I feel bad for those people. But but yeah, like it's, uh, so this is a new, uh, surge of buyers coming into the market and they'll, sur- they're going to survive this no problem. It's the, it's the, uh, the four or five year old buyers that were buying, buying years ago that are going to have a little bit of a hard time. Uh, with the interest rates and, and we're getting some people asking us, they need to sell. They just can't afford it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's tough, you know, rental rentals up and everything else, but, but that, but yeah, that's not bad. 772,000 mm-hmm. for, for Hamilton last, last month it was 770, but, but look at in may, uh, you know, like it's, it's climbing, it's, it's, it's climbing, uh, and, uh, that it, it's a good sign. So things are things fast recovery. Fast recovery Mm -hmm. from uh, the downfall from uh, um, mid to late last year.
2: Yeah, from February to May, it was you know roughly seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, and now we're seeing a bit of increase from the spring market.
1: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. When you look at Burlington,
2: Uh, I was just going to. When you look at Burlington, it looks relatively flat when it comes to the price. I know there was a bit of a dip late last year. Um, but since I would say April, it's been relatively flat. You know, one one million sixty six thousand in April. We're now at one point one million in July, which is a number that hasn't been seen since but you got to go all the way back to basically March of twenty twenty two when it was one point two million. Burlington relatively flat. Is that something that you were expecting to see? You know what, Burlington is kind
1: of is floating around that number right now just because of of, of the price point. It it is an expensive area and they had a severe drop. they bottomed out, um I think around uh, uh, December of last year, and then things started climbing. and uh, or like or, like look at in uh, November, they were at, uh, of last year eight hundred and ninety eight thousand mm-hmm. December eight fifty. January, they were at seven hundred and sixty at a um, benchmark price in Burlington. I'm wow. telling you, if you were able to buy a house in Burlington in November, December, uh, of last year you would have made money no matter what and uh, but now uh, things are climbing back up again and uh, but yeah so now the benchmark price in uh, Burlington is 1.1 million and uh, in July of last year it was uh, 1 million ten thousand so so things are things are things are climbing and uh, it uh, it's, it's looking up and uh, and Burlington always always a strong market i mean it, it, it is always a strong market if you own a house in Burlington, you don't want to leave because once you leave, it's hard to get back in there, especially if you're if you're going towards down the Queen Elizabeth Way.
2: Yeah, the difference from January to July is stark. I mean, it's almost three hundred grand. That's that's amazing.
1: It, it, it's huge difference. I know, huge difference. So people that bought. And own houses, uh, and they bought uh, late last year. They've uh, they've done very well for themselves, mm-hmm. for sure. A
2: little bit of a different story in Niagara and Brantford. Let's start in Niagara, where the average price, the benchmark price, has actually gone down. Uh, it was at a high of six hundred sixty-five thousand dollars a few months ago. That was back in April, but now it's down to six forty-seven, and it was even six sixty-two in June. And the sales numbers are also declining. 759 homes sold in May. That dropped to 671 in June. Now 560 in Niagara. Is Niagara at that point where it is at its ceiling?
1: It, it is. It, it it probably it's hit a ceiling and it's going to stay there for a bit because it did jump strongly in uh, in the last few years, except for the uh, for the adjustment of to uh, the end of 2022. So it, 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 it's, it's gonna hover there for a bit before it's gonna start climbing again. And uh, and it's just the way it is. The market knows, and, and Brantford's the same way. They, mm-hmm. but, and those are, are low priced home markets where people were, were flocking to Niagara and uh, Brantford from the GTA. But now uh, no, the people from GTA are slowly going there, not as fast as they were before. So the prices are stabilizing. And, and more people are, uh, you know what I mean? Just, it's just, it's just, sometimes when you hit a ceiling, you hit a ceiling, it doesn't matter what the market's like, but, but it's still a good market. I still would buy, uh, in, in Niagara. And, uh, I, and I, I literally, I bought two, uh, properties, one that's closing in, in, uh, September and one closing in December. I just bought another property, uh, that's closing in December. So I'm not afraid to purchase in that area and or in hamilton or burlington if if the right deal comes along absolutely and the, and this and the second deal that i did closing in december is the one i, I knocked on their door and said hey you interested in selling <laughs> and uh, and the terms were the, the terms worked out fantastic mm-hmm. so um so it, it it worked there's always there's always opportunities out there um so you never you, you just never know but uh and even at the interest rates they are now like i'm, I'm telling you like people that bought in 1980 I mean, those people are are people in their 70s and 80s that bought homes back then at 18, 19, 20 percent interest rates. Well, those houses, you know, they were buying them for thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars. Those are cheap. They're probably worth uh, seven hundred thousand to a million dollars now, or more. So That's things things always climb, always climb. Uh,
2: another very interesting point too, and it just shows you the explosion of. Interest and and of course the GTA buyers as well. And I will point to February of twenty twenty two, because both in Brantford and Niagara, that was the month in which the price climbed its highest. 805000 dollars benchmark price in Niagara, $795, very close in Brantford. Ever since it's kind of crept lower and lower until we get to about you know six forty seven in Niagara, six eighteen five in Brantford currently. Just shows you how wild the market was in February of twenty twenty two.
1: Oh, yeah. And and, and and don't I always say, if you're going to put your house up for sale, put it up in February. Yeah. That's when you're going to get top
2: dollar for your house. Yeah. So going forward, just focusing on Hamilton, um, the expectation you were saying that you might even see more of an uptick with August or p- perhaps even September. What is what are you identifying that with? If people are just comfortable with the interest rates where they are?
1: Yeah. Like the, the, the buyers right now, they, they, are accustomed to it. They, uh, they're, they understand it and they accepted it. And, uh, at the interest rates they are now, like I, like I, I have, uh, uh, my, my cousin's, uh, uh, daughter, um, they have, they're looking for a house. They understand the interest rate. They're there. They have a certain price point that they're looking at and they're not afraid of it. They understand that's what the interest rates are and they've been pre-approved. So they probably got approved uh maybe 30 days ago at a lower interest rate than it is now maybe a quarter point or half a point uh, but but they locked in and um but yeah and there's uh, thousands of those buyers out there right now that say hey we're looking to buy a house Mm -hmm. this is the interest rates let's let's look and start buying and uh, see what we can get for ourselves.
2: Well, after the break, we're going to talk a little bit about interest, interest rates and home prices, and you have heard from an individual in the U.S., and you're kind of going to throw, well, you're going to throw some shade on this individual. Let's just call a spade a spade, and and rightfully yeah. so. We're also going to get into what two cities in this country are the most searched out for in terms of real estate. That's coming up next on the Gulfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: Welcome back to the Golfy Real
2: Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Rick Imprint with Rob Golfy, sales representative, REMAX Escarpment Realty, the Golfie team. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G O L F I.com. And call them today at 905 575 7700. You'll be calling the number one REMAX team in Canada. That's the Golfie team. 905 575 7700. They're all over Facebook, TikTok. TikTok. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, threads, you name it, they're on it. They're dominating it, showcasing some awesome listings in town. Get your listing on their social media feed. Hey, if you have a question or a topic idea for a future program, send the Golfie team an email, questions at robgolfie.com. Again, that email address is questions at robgolfie.com. Still to come, we'll talk about a real estate agent, who made a major boo boo out in BC? Find out what that individual did. But Rob, just before the break, I was talking about an American individual who was commenting on interest rates and home prices. Uh, give us the information and what you've heard.
1: So I, I've been following this guy, and he's not a, uh, not a big fan of real realtors. He's from the U.S., <laughs> and I just kind of listen to him what he's saying, and I you know just see you know he's just just you know one of those advocates and that, that just hates realtors. So, on one time, he uh, was commenting on a realtor that was saying that if interest rates go up, house prices come down. If uh, if uh, interest rates go down, uh, house prices go up. Did I just say that twice? Yeah. I'm no, sure.
2: You you, so, you made the, uh, the correlation.
1: Okay. So he he was commenting on that, saying that's baloney. It is not baloney. He was then he starts uh, talking about the two thousand eight, nine, and ten. Uh, recession that happened in, in County United States. Well, the United States had subprime mortgages. They had a catastrophe in regards to the mortgage industry in the U.S. during that recession. So they basically, everybody lost their home because what they did in the U.S. was they said, hey, come get a mortgage with us. We're gonna give it to you at a cheap interest rate for three years. Mm-hmm. And then on the fourth year, it's gonna go up quite a bit, double or triple, right? And uh, so people were used to paying a small amount of interest because that's how they were drawing them in on the mortgage on the mortgages. But then you have to make up the difference on the interest on the on the next three four years. So your payments in the U.S. there, let's say it went from uh, let's say you're paying two thousand a month for your mortgage, you're going to be paying five thousand dollars a month in, <laughs> in in the three year time three years. So everybody lost their houses back back then, plus the recession and everything else. Now if they had uh, uh, regulations like the, uh, Canada has, they, nobody would have lost their houses as much as they did. And, you know, some people in Canada struggled, they managed to keep their houses and they went on and there were some foreclosures, Yeah. But not, not at at the level that the U S had. So I am saying what he was saying online is, is that, uh, he's trying to say that is not the case. It is the case. Interest rates go up just like, just like they did in, in 1980 and 1990, interest rates went up, house prices were adjusted and readjusted, and they came down a bit. Um, and then, and, and, and that's what we're going through a bit here, but there was, there's a difference now is because we have a shortage of homes, a population explosion. And so we had a readjustments, but now it's coming back again. And we're going to have that up and down, uh, um, mark where it's going to keep going up, 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 and then it's going to settle, and then it needs a, an adjustment and then go back up again. We're going to see that for the next ten, maybe fifteen, twenty years. So, I don't think uh, what this guy was saying knows what he's talking about too much. He's not a realtor. He's just a guy that you know, just a, a regular guy, just making comments all the time online. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't follow him, but he shows up on my feed. Hmm. I just don't want to give him the uh, the the credit of yes, I'm following you. So <laughs> I just, I, I just he shows up on my feed once in a while, and, and I just saw that comment, and I didn't want to give him the the benefit of saying, yeah, Rob Gulfy's following him. Yeah, well, I'm,
2: I'm sure he's <laughs> tagging, you know, realtors, real estate, housing, all the, you know, all the, all the tags that, you know, you would be connected with. So that, that kind of makes sense. But I'll ask you this Does, and I'm not sure if you even know this, but does the US still have the subprime mortgage rates going? Like, can, can you still get one? I, I don't think so because I, I, I haven't heard
1: of it, but that's what got the US in trouble yeah. in 2008, 9, and 10. They, the subprime mortgages was not uh, like, and, and, and the mortgage companies were, were trying to fight for that business. And that's why they were giving everybody mortgages. Like, I mean, if you had a pulse, you would have got a mortgage. Right. Didn't matter. Even your credit rating was even maybe not as good as it should have been, but they still gave you a mortgage. All the banks were fighting for that business. And they just wanted somebody locked in on the mortgage, but it finally caught up to them to a point where, uh, like, like everybody was losing their house and it just, and they'll never do that again. And uh, it's just, there, there's there's thousands of banks in the U.S. Like we have the big five in Canada and then we have uh, trust companies and stuff like that. We don't have the, the amount of banks like the U.S. does. I mean, everybody's opening up banks over there and, and they make up rules and they try to file follow along the guidelines, but mm-hmm. they want that business. And so if investors invest in that bank, well, they're, it's their money on the line. It's not the guy that opened up the bank as much. Uh, I'm, I'm sure he's liable for a lot of things. I'm sure he's got a lot of his money. But you, you got to be careful. Like it's the regulation here in Canada. It is tough. Like guess what? We didn't get in trouble as much as the U.S. did. We actually didn't get in trouble at all. Mm-hmm. And and that's why the Canadian banks were able to go into the U.S. after that downfall and open up a lot of banks themselves out there. So like you're going to go to the uh, see the TD uh, TD in uh, the U.S. and I think uh, RBC was pretty strong in there. But the RBC was strong. Uh, and they were doing some of the subprime mortgages in the U.S. Uh, and the Canadian banks had to bail the American banks out, like uh, of the same brand, right? So, like, and that's what they do. Like, these Canadian banks are rich here; they're going to the U.S. and bailing and bailing or buying out other banks there to take the opportunity. You know, when people fall, you pick up and and uh, pick up the pieces and uh, fix it and make it better
2: you got it if you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a home call the number one remax team in canada the golfie team 905-575-7700 online at robgolfie.com that's rob g o l f i .com most canadians at least this is bearing out in some of the stats where when people go to i guess their search engines they're trying to find out where are some of the affordable places that i can move to the top two that come to the top of the list have aggregate home prices of between $434,000 and $643,000, which is, as we heard in the previous segment, lower than Hamilton's benchmark price of seven seventy-two dollars last month. Those two places are Edmonton and Calgary, respectively. Now, the top search cities for house hunters in this country— have you talked to anybody who's searched for homes there or, or even just kind of checked out what's going on in Alberta?
1: Absolutely. And what's happening is a lot of young people are moving out that way just because of the portability, and they can actually uh, work remotely from their house. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm not sure what the job situation there is, but what's going on is the young people are moving out there. The parents are going out there following them because mm. if they have kids, they want to be there with near their grandkids or their kids. Like I, there was one uh, one couple uh, we were selling their house, and I go, you're moving out to Calgary, yeah, because my my like my only child I have is moving out there, so I want to be close to them. Right. So, so there you go, you got the the trickle effect that that's happening, and and the affordability. I mean, I I don't know if Edmonton, I would go because it's pretty cold in Edmonton. I know <laughs> it's cold in Calgary, but probably not as cold. I would probably go to the Calgary. You know, it sounds like a beautiful city. I've been there, uh, you know, I think uh, once. And it and it, it seemed gorgeous. It, you know, I mean you don't you don't get to know a city too well, especially in the wintertime when everybody's indoors, but um, but anyway, the thing is they are going out there because of the affordability. And uh, and it's still and and Calgary especially is is like a mini city almost like Hamilton. I mean, it's bigger than Hamilton, but it's like it's kinda give that effect, like where, you know, you've got a lot of things that are going on. It's a hub for airports, uh, quick access to everything. So Calgary is probably the first choice than maybe Edmonton, I guess. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mean, that would be my way of of, of doing it. Now, you lived in Edmonton, didn't
2: you? uh, I I lived in Fort McMurray, Alberta, which is about 500 kilometers north of Edmonton, but I have visited Edmonton and Calgary numerous times, both Gorgeous cities, uh, you know, well-maintained. There's no provincial sales tax in Alberta. Uh, You know, gas is a little bit cheaper out there because they have the resources. It is a really nice province to live in. And, you know, if I had my choice, I'd probably choose Calgary as well. It's more southern, obviously, than Edmonton. You have the mountains a little bit closer than you would if you were in Edmonton. That I mean, neither is a bad choice. You have Red Deer right in the middle. It's about two hours Either way, between Calgary and Edmonton, it's it's I I can understand why people are saying, hey, if I'm working 100 percent remotely, why not cash in with my house here and move out there? It makes perfect sense. Yeah. And and what happens is those people live there for a while. They'll build
1: some equity and then they'll come back to Ontario. And then now that now they've got some money in their pocket that they can afford a house in, in Ontario. Now, like we're looking here just like in Hamilton. The the benchmark price right now in Hamilton is seven hundred seventy two thousand. Now, Rick, can you imagine in ten years it's going to be like one point five or one point four million dollars? <laughs> yes, that's ten years, and 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 it's crazy, but you you just don't think of it. But it will be uh in, in ten years from now. It could be even higher than that. But it um, but that's it, it, like and the same thing in Calgary. Maybe that they have the same numbers as going the same as as they are in Hamilton or in Ontario, but. But what I'm saying is it gives them a chance to afford to buy something and then maybe come back later a lot of a lot of people do come back eventually, especially a lot of young guys they go out there and work and make a lot of money and they come back by here and because they want to be close to their family the Canadians are more uh more want to be close to their families than and the Americans. Americans, I mean, they go all over the place. I yeah, mean, that yeah. it, like, If they don't like the government, they pack up and move. I mean, we're here in Canada, I mean, if we don't like the government, well, we just put up with it we and just, just keep going. Yeah, we just
2: complain about <laughs> yeah. it. But here, here's a question for you. All these people that are moving out to, whether it's Calgary or Alberta, for example, is the price escalation in those cities going to be on par with what we see in the GTHA? For example, a home here in 10 years, as you said, could be 1.4 million. The aggregate price of a home in Calgary right now is 643. In 10 years, is that price also going to double, enabling those home buyers right now to move back to Ontario to afford the home that they may want to live with or live in in the golden horseshoe?
1: I don't think as much so as Ontario just because of the fact they were in the recession for a long time they are so dependent on that oil that whatever the oil business does it it, it determines the the economy in that uh, province yes and and I know realtors in uh, in Calgary and they're and they're telling me they go man it's like we're in a recession here and I'm like and and it's booming in Ontario so it just Like I mean, look look what happened in the election changed in uh, in the U.S. when uh, uh, Biden got in, and they shut the pipeline down, Mm -hmm. and you know all that. Like there's so many factors that happen with this oil business, and it determines what goes on in Calgary. So Calgary, I mean, it's it's doing really well right now, but will it continue? Because I've seen Calgary with you know friends of mine. Uh, that are agents out there, they say, you know, they were struggling for a long time. Yeah. So it, it it's hard to determine which way it's going to go and if it's going to climb as, as fast as it does in Ontario.
2: Well, if anyone does move out to Calgary or Edmonton, they build up some equity and then think, oh, let's move back to Ontario. If they look at cottage country uh, five years from now, two years from now or 10 years from now, uh, right now, they're going to see a, a massive decrease in home prices in certain parts of Cottage Country. Depending on where you're looking, what does your crystal ball tell you in terms of what's happening with Cottage Country? Because a lot of people are selling at this point.
1: Cottage Country needs a, an adjustment done. The high end homes are staying strong, but the medium uh, to the, like the medium priced homes, um, a lot of people like did things during COVID that they wouldn't normally do and so a lot of them ended up buying cottages now when you buy a cottage like are you are, are you going to be like a lot of people didn't know what to do with the cottage they, they <laughs> didn't grow up being a cottage person they don't you know what i mean they just say hey there's a there's a cottage it's on the water let's buy it you know it's COVID and everything else like that but now those people are going you know what do we really use it as much as what we paid like paid for it right. and and uh, they probably put a mortgage on it. Interest rates are climbing. Are, now, the cost of of maintaining this thing is is a lot. And maybe they're even trying Airbnb to keep it going and 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 rent it out partially and use it partially. but but uh, but a lot of them are just saying, "Hey, we're not cottage people. I go up to the cottage maybe twice in the summertime just because I've got the cottage. yeah, I and use they're it not using it. Yeah, you know what I mean? so 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 a lot of them are starting to unload. And, and usually, um, and, and, they, and, and they're going to lose money on a lot of these people if they bought during a high time. But if they bought prior to COVID, cause, because the spike happened in 2021 and the beginning of 2022. Now, if they bought in 2020, they'll be okay. But if they bought in 2021 and 22, which is COVID, 2021 is COVID, they will end up uh, losing money and they're just going to take their uh, losses and lick their wounds and, uh, and move on.
2: So, in our last minute here, do do you think a property in Cottage Country, whether it's in Muskoka or maybe down by uh, 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 Lake Erie, do you think it's a good investment property, knowing that prices have come down a little bit?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I I do. I think if you're going to buy one, you probably can get a better price uh, uh, in the fall. Like uh, like I would I would look into it uh, buying uh, like maybe November, December, or even you know check out October. But I think you'll get good prices then um, because I think they do. St- start going up but but i think cottage country is settling down to where it should have been and then they'll start climbing again once once the new buyers come in that that can afford it and use it and the other buyers that were just covid buyers they'll be out of it and uh, they'll never go back again
2: When we come back, we're going to talk about a real estate agent in B.C. that made a big boo-boo. And also, a home in Alberta is listed. Well, we'll tell you what the price is later on in the show, but there are some very interesting comparables much closer to home. That and more coming up here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML. This is the Golfy
2: Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition, on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, Sales Representative, REMAX Escortman Realty, the Golfy Team. Call the number one REMAX team in Canada. That is the Golfie Team at 905-575-7700. If you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a house, 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G-O-L-F-I. Dot com and follow them on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, threads, TikTok. The social media scene is a good one for the Golfy team as they share some awesome listings in towns, have some fun videos from time and again, and some interesting content on their social feeds. Later on in the show, we're going to talk about a home in Alberta that is, well, priced right, we think, but when we compare it to some of the homes closer to home, maybe not so much. We'll get to that a little later on in the show. But let's get into this very intriguing yet disturbing story in B.C., where a realtor there is in big trouble, has been fined uh, $20,000, and all because this individual, I think, took advantage of a situation they weren't supposed to do. So this person was supposed to... Show this home and decided that I guess they were a little thirsty. So they went to the fridge, grabbed the carton of milk, drank right from the carton, and later on decided to lounge on the homeowner's couch and accidentally broke the arm of the couch. Now, the very interesting, as if that wasn't interesting enough, even more interesting, even more interesting was that the homeowner found out about it after checking out the camera on her doorbell which kind of blew the cover off what this realtor did because then she encounters the realtor to say what the heck
1: (laughs) isn't it crazy isn't that crazy wild so she must she must have had a camera inside the house also that uh and, and a lot of people have cameras inside their house just to keep an eye on their, on their pets sometimes. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they have, you know, they've got a, a camera there just to say, hey, so they can see if the pet's fine or not. And so this person goes into the fridge, goes to the carton of milk and drinks it without a glass or anything. Well, first of all, <laughs> you shouldn't go in the fridge at all. That's that's the one big mistake he made. Yeah, and he shouldn't gone in, into the fridge, and um, and he drinks right out of the out of the spelt and puts it back in there. And this was during COVID, so I mean, you know, yeah. everybody was kind of scared, and you know, like with germs and and everything else, sanitation and everything else like that. So um, yeah, it it, it uh, it's sad. And and there's I'll, I'll tell you, Rick. There's so many different stories of things that realtors do oh, no. and, uh, when they're in, in other people's homes. And that's why a lot of, a lot of people have cameras now. Like, I mean, uh, I like I've got cameras all around my properties and, and, uh, if something is like, I mean, I don't check them. I only check them if there's a, an issue that's going on. And, but if somebody was drinking milk out of my fridge, I probably wouldn't know and, uh, and I, I would be very upset if he was drinking from the spout not mm-hmm. you know what I mean? and Not from the glass, but there, there, there are a lot of things that happen and, uh, and very on, you know, these realtors should maybe take a, a course or there should talk about it in, in the schooling of realtors. <laughs> do not do this. And then, and then he breaks the armchair of a couch yeah. and doesn't say anything yeah. and doesn't say anything to the, uh, homeowner. So, so he probably tried to put it back together and he's hoping somebody else sits on there and breaks it and they, and they get the blame for it. So, I mean, this guy, I mean, he should take a lesson on CSI. They always find out, they yeah, always find yeah. out, but, uh, but the one thing about realtors should understand is there's always cameras around and they should always have that. Like we, I mean, people get in trouble when, uh, when, uh, let's say a realtor showing another realtor's house and and they're on the front porch they're talking about the house and sometimes they say stuff on the way out, and the homeowner hears it. and And sometimes it can be good, and sometimes it can be bad. And they can say, "Hey, listen, let's put an offer in on this house, and we're going to go in this much, but we're willing to pay that much for it." And like, they already got the they already got the uh, the the pre play game plan that's going to happen. So the, the homeowner's probably go, "Okay, well, we know these guys are going to come up, so let's uh, let's play the game." Or if they say something insulting, they get upset. Yeah. And uh, and and sometimes they get back. To the realtor. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of apologies there. Uh, they were just, you know, opening up and talking about the house, you know, sometimes they'll say something, uh, you know, very insulting about the house or, you know, this house is messy. This house is dirty, all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And people don't want to hear that. So you got to watch out for cameras out there. There's people that have cameras everywhere. Just go in and look at the house. You could chat As long as general chat, that's good, but do not uh, insult or talk about offers. Do not talk about anything that could incriminate you in buying uh, that house or, or get you in trouble from saying the wrong thing about that house.
2: The other part about this story that's really sad is that this lady confronted the realtor a couple of days after the incident happened, and she's like, do you have anything that you want to tell me? And all he says is, the milk? And so she was like, yeah, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't that angry about the milk. Like, yeah, it was disgusting and gross in the whole bit. And her parents and her parents-in-law, by the way, both died from COVID. But she was like, the fact that he didn't say anything was really like the final straw. Like he didn't even fess up to it or admit that, hey, you know what? I, I was really thirsty. I wanted some milk. And yeah, I also broke the, the arm on your couch. <laughs> like, Wow. Uh, I got one more question on this that I'll ask Rob, and it's about the future of this realtor. We'll get to that on the other side of the break here on the Gulfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton Edition on 900 CHML.
0: You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.
2: And one more go round here on the Golfy Real Estate Show, Hamilton edition on 900 CHML. Rick Samprin with Rob Golfie, sales representative, Remax's Escartman Realty, the Golfie team. Call them today, 905 575 7700. If you want to sell your house or you are in the market to buy a home, call the number one REMAX team in Canada. That's the Golfie team, 905 575 7700. Online, robgolfie.com. That's Rob G O L F I. Dot com And follow the Golfy team on social media platforms like TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and Threads. So one more question about this realtor. And if you missed it just before the break, a realtor in B.C. was in the home of a... Well, was in a home that was for sale, went into the fridge, drank milk straight from the carton, and also broke the arm of a couch that uh, belonged to the homeowner. The homeowner only found out after checking out their camera inside their home. And then when confronted, finally fessed up to the crime, so to speak. Here's the question. We all know who this who this realtor is. His, his name is all over the media. Is he done as a realtor? Can he sell another home?
1: I, I don't think he'll lose his license, but I do think he'll end up taking a, a, a three-day course on ethics. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and then and then he'll always uh, probably see a milk curtain on his desk uh, oh, at the office.
0: Oh,
1: <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I mean agents will rub it. In. He'll he'll be known as the milkman for yeah. the the real estate milkman for the rest of his life because once you do something and it hits the papers, you are labeled. So you better run a good business and a straight business in this <laughs> as a realtor because it'll it'll haunt you forever. So uh, yeah, no, absolutely no. i don't I don't know if he'll lose his license on that. Mm-hmm. But there was a realtor in Quebec that was playing around with multiple offers, saying there was other offers, even though there wasn't, and using relatives. and you might have read that in the paper probably about a couple of months ago, mm-hmm. and uh, she will lose her license wow. uh, and uh, and and that was really bad and disgusting uh, for uh, an agent to do that. Now, in in every industry, there's always, always people that always want to try to, you know, take the short, like the, uh, the shortcut or trying to, uh, make life easier for them and, and not do the proper steps of selling real estate. And, uh, so, and you get a few, you get, you get bad apples in every industry and, and it's too bad, um, uh, that we have to go through that. Mm-hmm.
2: Let's switch gears. I know earlier on in the show, we talked about uh, a lot of the searches, the home searches for places in Alberta, like Calgary and Edmonton. Well, here's another one. This one is in Banff, Alberta, which is just a spectacular place. And uh, there's a home up for sale there that has well a lot of things. Number one, it's on 19 acres of land. The home itself is 12,000 square feet. This is just a palatial place. It's absolutely stunning. And it also includes a a private world-class nine-hole par-three golf course. It is just top-to-bottom an unbelievable home, and it's listed for $13.95 million. Um, I guess it's priced right, uh, but there are some homes locally that have a lot of the same kind of amenities that this home has, including one in Grimsby?
1: Grimsby has... Uh, a home uh, uh off of uh ridge road uh and i think it's on rock chapel road uh the home has a nine hole par three golf course wow. right on there yeah they and it's uh, um it and, and I, I i sent you a picture of the uh the course and i it's now it i don't know if he's still using it i think he is because you can see the lawn cutting mm-hmm, and everything mm-hmm. i tried to get the satellite picture of it but yeah no there's I, i'll tell you a lot of people that buy homes with acreage they love putting uh, and the reason why they buy acreage because either they're kids or they have a hobby and they want to be able not to be, uh, you know, have to go someplace else to, to, to do it. Now, the yeah. nine hole golf course for most people, it's just fun. Come over to my house. Let's just have a few beers. Let's uh, play, you know, uh, a little bit of golf and stuff like that. But there are homes uh, we sold. Uh, there's homes, a lot of homes that have uh, soccer fields. They put a, mm-hmm. a, a like a, a true soccer uh, field there with lights and everything. We just nice. sold one on Jerseyville Road. Uh, dirt bike track. like they uh, they'll get bulldozers in and, and put like uh, little hills and jumps and stuff like that. Um, look uh, Wendell Clark, I think he uh, years ago he built uh, a barn and put a uh, a ice rink in there. so yeah. and I think yeah. it's it's temperature controlled. And, uh, and uh, you know, look, look at the one. There was a roller coaster. Uh, somebody built a little mini roller coaster in their uh, backyard. So there's there's so many different things. Hey, if you got the money, you can do whatever you want. And if you got the property to do it on, uh, all the power to them. You know, there's there's a lot of things that people do with their properties. But a lot of people do have soccer fields in their on their properties. Uh, you know, when they're raising their kids, mm-hmm. they have a place to uh, practice.
2: It's pretty cool. You mentioned that uh, that homemade roller coaster. That's in Indiana. Some guy built a homemade roller coaster in his backyard. Uh, pretty doggone cool, that is for sure. Hey, you can listen to our show online through Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more. Just search for The Golfy Real Estate Show in your favorite podcast platform. Don't forget to hit that follow button so you never miss an episode. And don't forget, if you want to sell your house or you're in the market to buy a home, call the number one REMAX team in Canada. The Golfie team. 905-575-7700. Online at robgolfie.com. That's Rob, G O L F I. Thanks for listening to the Golfy Real Estate Show. We're back next Saturday at 9 on 900 CHML.
0: The proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 900 CHML.